Fuck the 18th. We'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, wait. That was last week. No, man. We have to actually do a show this time. It's been a while. Have we been gone a while? We shouldn't have left you guys. I seem to remember the last time we were here, someone was asking about Fuck the 18th. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. And we just, like, cut off the show like dicks. Say, hey, man. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. First of all, sorry we've been gone. But we're back. We had good we had good reason, we promise. We had very good reason. But fuck the 18th, we'll see you next week refers to the 18th Amendment, which is the worst thing that the government well, that's probably not the worst it's thing. It's not government. the worst thing, but it, it inspired gangsters. It did way and cool people. stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, that two years of terribleness from uh, December 18th, 1917 to January the 1st, 1819. History! That was Fuck the 18th. We'll see you next week. But we actually have a brand new show for you guys. What the fuck, bro? You, gotta, you never even said Prohibition. Like, people are still going to be confused. The 18th Amendment. Prohibition. Yeah, I know. Uh, did I not say that? People don't know the Constitution. This is why you're here, because I drop details. You're damn right. I even write all these things down. I still fucking forget yeah, shit. Yeah, this prohibition of alcohol it inspired some of the most uh, creative people intoxicating in the United States liquors. history. Just as prohibition of any substance has always inspired very creative people. Ah. You outlaw, you know, cocaine, heroin, all these prescription drugs. You put an age limit on alcohol, and then people are doing bad thoughts. People will always find a way to get high. We've talked about that before. We have talked they about that before. They will always find a way. And the people who aren't that creative, they're religious. They get high on the Lord. Yeah, where they find... A drug to find them or help them find the Lord. Yeah. Like peyote or Wait, peyote is illegal too, though. You can't just run around with peyote. I mean, the Indians are the, the guys on the reservation. I think they get it. an exemption, and they deserve every exemption possible. Of course. Speaking of terrible things the government has done, bing, bing, bing. Oh, shit. This list is so long. I. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry about the uh, hiatus, folks. We're going to be back for a while, I promise. When are we explaining this hiatus to the folks? Uh, we'll get to it later. Okay. We don't want to start off the show with a draw. Yeah, fuck it. But we got a great show for you guys today. And, uh, well, I guess we should get to it unless you got anything to add. Um, Still haven't seen that possum. That's good. Wait, That's one good. more thing. What? There was a fucking hawk in my backyard. What? It was like in my tree. Christian's backyard is magical. Yeah, it's a fucking menagerie, <laughs> dude. There was a hawk back there. Do you know how big hawks are when you're close to them? They're very large. They're big as shit. He was chasing the fuck out of some animal. <laughs> I know he got him, too. And when he flew off, I saw a straws out there with my youngest. His I was straws? like, hey, hey, AJ, chill out. Wait, wait, his straws? What? Was, I, was, I feel was, like. It was a squirrel. Ah, squirrel. Yeah, it popped up on my tree, and I was like, hey, hey, squirrel nigga. Hey, be, watch out. Watch out, dog. Back here, bro. Watch out. Yeah, I'm I, just going to be here playing Street Fighter, but I've seen some shit. I couldn't play Street Fighter. Doing I'm looking out for I'm you. I'm mad about it. Um, yeah, I haven't played video games in a long time, actually. Probably the longest in the last 10 years of my life. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's too bad, buddy. That's too bad. I'm all right. I mean, you know, dealing with some shit. Man, fuck your shit, Christian. We're starting this show. Yes, sir. But first, a sip. This is Alcoholics Autonomous, a show about everything and nothing. The only power animal you'll find here is a bottle of sour mash. If you want to follow along at home, take a drink when you hear us say, Hey, please play responsibly as we are not accountable for legal issues or failed relationships. I'm Justin, and this is Christian. Hey. Hey, Christian. You can follow the show on Twitter at underscore drink freely. You can follow Christian at underscore we drunk, or you can follow myself at 10 beers with an O, not a zero. Today's show is being brought to you by Smokebox. You've seen the ridiculous ads on social media for those subscription junk boxes, right? Hey, here's a box of shit that you'll throw out in a year when you move. Well, now we have one that actually makes sense. Smokebox. Yeah, that's right. With Smokebox, you can be sure that once or twice a month, you'll be feeling good all month long. And it's totally customizable. Edibles, you got it. Jolly Rogers and brownies and cookies. Plus, you get papers, blunt wraps, pipes, and paraphernalia. Too much of one thing or prefer some sativa? Just check the box. Smoke, smoke box. Because we all need a bit more mellow and not another fucking pink ranger bobblehead. Damn. 
I mean, I mess with Pete Ranger. Like, oh, Pete man. But now that you advertise this company, I'm upset that we didn't come up with it. <laughs> well, I was watching one of those ads on Facebook, and I was like, hmm, better idea, maybe. Hmm. We'll have to, we'll have to work out. I, feel, I, mean, I bet there's I mean, one already. I mean, yeah, that company's awesome. There has to be one. There has to be multiple already. That's oh, yeah. That's Pete. Um, um, just uh, one more reminder. If you guys want to email us for, and I promise you we've had a hitch in the get up, but we are going to get shirts and stuff running up. Email is still alcoholicspc at gmail.com. So email us with questions, or if you guys want to get, uh, maybe hear something about, or for us to talk about something on the show you got questions about, we'd love to hear from you. Donald Trump still hasn't paid me, and I'm upset about it. I understand why you're upset about it. Holy shit. I feel so white privileged about that. I was on the phone with the IRS for two and a half hours today. That's not even a long time. Mm. Probably not even the last call. And what they told me was, oh, our mistake, sir. It'll be eight or nine more weeks. <laughs> oh, no. Dude. You know what? I need a drink on that, so hey. Hey. Speaking of Donald Trump, did you hear they found, um, the Border Patrol found a medieval-style catapult on the Mexico style of the uh, border wall? I feel like this is fake news. Haven't I been saying, like, I've been, like, the leading proponent for catapults? Like, everybody's talking tunnels and stuff. I've been like... Just throw some drugs! Can we not just... I mean, it's, like, one of the oldest inventions. Catapults! It's one of the best. It's like, hey, you guys go stand over there on that side of the fence, and we'll launch some shit... On this side of the fence. Yeah. And it'll be over in minutes. And you can set up dummy catapults that just throw rocks that uh, people have to investigate. What was that? Oh, we better check it out. Oh, it's a rock. Meanwhile, <laughs> a couple keys are coming over on the other catapult. And you can even dress those keys up to look like fucking like seagulls or birds. <laughs> <laughs> Put little sound makers on them. <laughs> I kind of want us to get this wall just so I can see all the inventive shit the cartels come up with to get God the drugs over here. Oh, fuck. You're not stopping drugs with the wall. If I, people want drugs, they're going to get it. We talked about this already. I think they're I want my own it. catapult. Uh, BBC was one of the <laughs> many dozens of uh, news places that reported this. And uh, we just wanted to remind the people that... Uh, in March, authorities uncovered a 380-meter uh, tunnel that ran from a restaurant in Mexico to a house in California. Hey! Hey! So tunnels do stuff, too. Um, I also want to say, fuck February 2019. It's the worst month of all time. Damn it, man. We just got finished telling how 2018 was the worst year. And somehow, life decided to get worse. It really did. And uh, we did lose my dad recently. And, well, Christian... I wanted you to have this because I think my dad would have liked you to have it. What? I'm not prepared for this shit. And if you make me cry on this podcast, I'm going to be really upset. I don't think you'll cry. I think you're going to laugh. Uh, God dang it. What could you know, it be? I, already, I gave my tribute <laughs> to your dad on a podcast that I don't think we're going to be able to air. Uh, well, we can always put it in like the Christmas special later on. I try not to dwell on it because I didn't want to, you know, be in a sad mood for the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With a substitute in your seat. Let's see what we have here. <laughs> Justin has handed you <laughs> the uh, timeless American classic, Uncle Tom's Cabin <laughs> by Harriet Beecher Stowe. Um, Don't forget to mention that it is in hardback and quite a nice copy. It is flawless and in hardback. And now that he's giving it to me, I'm going to have to read it from cover to cover <laughs> instead of just taking the, you know, the excerpts oh, during history it, classes. To so be this fair, is, this, is, this is what you thought the John wanted me to have. Oh, no, I just found that in my house. He just wanted me to I have other shit I'm going to give you, but this was the first thing I was like, I, like, I need no, to I lighten up. I don't need the... anything, but yeah, you we, definitely... We know you don't need You anything. definitely did something to the mood. But I was looking through my folks' fucking book, uh, uh, bookcase, and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Do you think that either of your parents ever read this book? Of course not. <laughs> You've met my mom Why and watched they... Black Klansman. <laughs> she was so uncomfortable. Oh, bro. my God. Why did they... Uh... Why do you think they had this? I have no idea. Actually, I have an idea. I think when uh, my grandma died, I think that came to the house. Because grandma, of course, had books and shit. And then your grandma read this book? No. 
man. You know what? I'm going to treasure this hardback copy of Uncle Tom's Cabin. Hey, how many pages is this? I don't know. Uh, it's got illustrations in there. I don't need illustrations. I'm not a simpleton. Oh, sorry, sorry. 411 pages. That's uh, that's, that's uh, uh, quite a few. How long is it going to take me to read this? I don't know. You have no idea. I don't know. I'm just going to read it's, it. It's taken my... me one night to get through 20 pages of that audiobook I'm, I'm working on. Holy shit, fuck that. We're talking about this, man. So, my buddy Justin. Oh, yeah. He has been taking this uh, voice recording thing really seriously. He has been practicing every week, taking courses. I got a job! He has been putting himself out there, trying to, you know, trying to get some voiceover work, uh, which is something I've always wanted to do. Uh, his voice is way cooler than mine, though. Doesn't and matter. what bears that out is, he got an offer to record an audiobook. I did. Which I think is fucking amazing. But I wouldn't have known about it unless Christian fucking called me and told me about it, because... Bro, I was excited as you were, man. I was super excited. I wish you could have seen it. I was That's super cool, excited, man. man. I was like, what the fuck? He got an offer! He got an offer! <laughs> so, oh no. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, this is a pretty awesome. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. Recording an audiobook is not all fun and games and you read leisurely and shit. It's oh, no. hard work, man. It's going to suck. I got deadlines and all kinds of it's shit. It's hard work. There's deadlines. There's multiple characters that you have to change your voice and cadence for. It is hard. Yes. It is difficult to do, and I look forward to watching Justin struggle to do this. I know he's going to do a good job. That's going to be a real fucking struggle. I'm going to help him. I'm going to give him notes, uh, but I know he can do it. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. I'm really excited <laughs> about it, man, because you get one, you do one, you just open the door up for some more. Yep. I'm excited. It's going to be cool. And the book... The book I'm doing is called uh, What Smiled at Him, and it, it's kind of up my alley. I don't know if it's the best book, but uh, I so far I've read it, and I'm really enjoying it. I was just checking to see if you signed any NDAs first or anything. <laughs> like, hey, can you talk about this yet? Like, oh, yeah, I'm cool? pretty sure I can talk All about right, it. All right, cool. Cool. He's not going to listen to this shit anymore. No. And, <laughs> and six months from now, this will be helping him sell books. I'm definitely hey. buying an audio book. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk to the author. I'm going to be like, hey, man, listen. <laughs> listen, I can promote you a little bit. A little bit. We got a good, a solid 45 and a half listeners, baby. I yeah. know one of y'all got your thought listening to us. We appreciate it. Ah, uh, yeah. We appreciate it, pupper. Ah, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, what else has been going on? I missed a whole week with uh, people well, arrangements and bullshit. Man, but I'm glad do you want to talk about the Roberts right now, or should we save that? Mm, the Roberts. Yes. As in Robert the Kraft. Robert Kraft. And Robert Kelly. Ooh. I heard he went to McDonald's as soon as he made bail. And that's where he would pick up minors. No! That's what, that's what I read today. What? Yeah, dude. I like, didn't even think Robert some, Kelly made bail. Some Chicago girl posted his million dollar bail. And then the first stop he made was fucking McDonald's. And that would was like... Wanna... Never mind. I can't, I can't ask that. What? I can't ask that. I don't want to talk right? about this yet, though. Okay. I All right. I've got other things. I kind of want to shit on... Fuck that. What do you got? I fucking broke out of my shell. I got in my car and I drove the five fucking hours after work. I get off at five. I drove the five uh, fucking hours. Yes, I applaud down this man to the valley in what Texas. What a friend! It's basically Mexico. I wanted to be there for Justin and Justin's family while they're going through this difficult time, and it was like I went through a portal into a different dimension. Look, look, look. Where people drive terribly. So about an hour and a half out from Justin's folks location, there is like there's like a line, there's like a threshold where everybody drives like a fucking idiot. Yep. Uh I was driving like about hundred and two miles per hour and people were flashing their brights trying to pass me. I'm like, dude, I'll get over when I can. You see me passing these cars up? Yeah. Um there was a moment. Where I got cut off. I'm in the left lane. I'm obviously, I'm, I'm trying to pass people. I'm moving. I'm making good time. This little ass hatchback. It cuts me off. It's he, That motherfucker was coming over. So I hit my brakes hard. And I'm ready to curse this guy out in my car. You know, you know how it is. Yep. And I look in my fucking right mirror. <laughs> and I see this truck who was going like 115 miles an hour. Like, if that dude didn't move, he was getting rear-ended. So the truck just goes, oh, he blows my fucking doors off in the right lane. 
Going way too fast for that. Then I see him slam his brakes because not enough people can move out of the way. He fishtails. He damn near hit like a whole. Not a, it's not like the guardrail. It's the whole cement blocks because we were just going up over a bridge. Oh my I, God. I thought he was gonna die. He gonna die. And I was kind of, I was kind of like in my car. Don't get me wrong. I was like, oh fuck yeah, yeah, hit that, hit that. Hit that. <laughs> he fishtailed, recovered it just in time to get in the right lane, uh, slowed his speed that enough. We kept going. And that was just one of the many instances of assholes doing asshole things. You know what the, the you know what the crazy part is? You so, don't know it until you leave and come back. Because I I lived there for like twenty six years. Nonsense? Dude, I grew up. I don't know how I lived learning on a motorcycle there, but you you are not aware of it until you leave. How the fuck are you still alive driving on a motorcycle down there? Man? I don't know, but I think I'm pretty good at riding a motorcycle because I fucking grew up learning down there. I'd be inclined to agree. Uh, yeah, because like down there, it's like every fucking time you get on the, on the bike, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Like yes. somebody's getting fatality. Test your might. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the test your might shit. That's dope. Dude, first thing I did after Mortal Kombat came out was buy that soundtrack. The movie. Oh, so good. Oh, we can talk about the so, movie. So, you know, <laughs> I get down to the valley and. Yeah, I, I made no plans. I had no idea where I was going to sleep. I didn't care. I just, I knew, like, you know, my friend and his people were going through a rough time. I just wanted to be down there. So I fucking got my ass down there real quick. Uh, we're hanging out. We're partying. And now Justin always told me, hey, man, there's no black people here. I hadn't seen a, I didn't see a black person until I was, like, a fucking teenager. And I was like, there's no way that's true. Oh, no. It's fucking true. There are no <laughs> black people there. There, there are, are some dark, lovely Mexicanos. Um, Hispanics. There are white people sprinkled in there. Sprinkled, my nigga. There's not very many. Very uh, few. No black people. None. I, w- I was shocked. Yes. I was going to the stores getting looks. I was like, yeah, man, just, like, just give me my mentholated cigarettes, please. Hmm. And this bottle of beer, please. Uh, 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 okay, sir, yeah. Hey, I was half expecting my, uh, my bank to be like, to decline the transaction and be like, man, and they send me a text like, hey, man, were you trying to buy this? Because, like, y'all niggas know, I don't leave Katie. I don't. I don't go anywhere. Mm-mm. You know, I was trying to get outside of my box, kind of, kind of get a handle on my anxiety, making this trip. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, I went down there, I had a good time. I did. It was a good time. Did. Hey, did you stop anywhere for food? Should have stopped for food. That's not correct. I went, which was dumb, and I should have asked you first. I heard about Delia's tamales. I went to Delia's. Okay. I saw that their drive-through line was literally three quarters of a mile long. Like just you know, just the architecture. Like here's where you pull in. It's three quarters of a mile before you get to the fucking speaker. And then, so I pulled in a little bit, and then I saw why it was that long. There was like 27 cars in that bitch. Mm-hmm. So I quickly backed the fuck up and oh, left. Did you leave around Sunday after church time? Um, mm-hmm. In a highly Catholic area. I mean, I guess that was... First I, of all, trust these Catholic-ass motherfuckers should be eating in the restaurant. <laughs> not trying to get food and go. Nah, we got like... 12 people in this car. We can't fit all these people. Damn it. <laughs> we got to get and go, man. So that didn't work. So I ended up going to a Taco Palenque. And I looked at the menu. I was like, this is all going to be nonsense. I got a burrito. And it's pretty good. Taco Palenque ain't bad. It's pretty good for on the run. Like I, I got to eat about half of it. I got to say, I'm really disappointed with Laredo Taco Company. The last couple times I've been there. Uh, the tortillas have just been fucking garbage. So, Yo, if the tortillas are garbage, then it's it. It's it. That's the whole thing, bro. I know. It's I it. Know. Like, if the, the tortilla is the start and the end, yeah. it, it has to be on point. I understand. And I just the last few times I've been, I'm just like, man. Ugh. They used, they used to be so much better or thinner. I, I don't know. Trying to know. save money, man. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Hey, can I do something from like last week or the week before? Because I, I, mean, I don't know how we, long we it's have been to do shit from last since week. We've it's, got shit stored up. Podcast. So you think I'm not about to talk about Jussie? <laughs> so, yeah, I want to talk about the Brown signing Kareem Hunt real quick because I had this I had this thing that I'd written down and then all this shit happened. And I haven't been able to talk about it. Do you know what the best thing about the Brown signing Kareem Hunt is? 
I do not. The amazing fantasy football names that are going to come. Chubb in your hunt. Oh, no. And my Chubb careened in your hunt. No. And hunts punts and punts for hunts. And there's just so much penis and vagina shit here that can work. Ah. It was like the Browns manager was like, I have to win my fantasy football name. Like, he's just, I, I'm, I'm going to make this the best name ever with the, the dirtiest names ever. And he's like, I need a Kareem I need, of Chubb? I need a Kareem Hunt and a Chubb. Chubb Hunt and Kareem? <laughs> Nick's Chubbed in your hunt. Like, there's ah! so much shit. <laughs> Nick Chubb in your hunt. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, there's Man, so much know, gold there. I'd be all for it, except and I. That's only two Browns. You could put Brown in there. The brown chub green. <laughs> brown chub green. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I feel like I don't think that Kareem oh, is going to play for the Browns. I think they picked him up to trade to him. take all the heat and then trade him around week six or seven and get some shit back. Because like, they don't need him. We're, we're awful. We have an awesome running back who won me a fantasy football championship, by the way. And we're awful. We can take the heat, though. We're so bad, and our fans are so loyal. We can take the heat from signing Kareem Hunt. Oh, that's a smart move. After Spartan kicking a white girl across the hallway, which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can take him. We can take the heat. And then we'll get all the initial shit, and then we'll offload him to you for some picks. Like, yeah. I think, at first, I was like, Why? And now I'm like, it's you genius. About it. It's genius. It's genius. That I agree with you. Three moves ahead of me, and that's yep. why you have that job. Yep. And I do what I do and do a All podcast right, you miss with this the, asshole. Uh, oh, hey, uh, Houston, Texas. Did you guys miss the sweepstakes on Le'Veon Bill? One well, second. guess what we've got for you. Hey. Hey. Nah, the Texans will never sign Kareem Hunt. No, I know, but I we was just a outside malcontents and people who are real people down here. We signed fucking <sighs> androids who... Uh, Follow the law and My do what their white masters tell them. Did I say that? Masses? My bad. You gave me this fucking Uncle Tom's cabin book and now <laughs> I fucked up. This is your fault. I hid this from you all weekend, you know. <laughs> Damn, that must have been hard for you to do. It was. And it I, wasn't that and hard because you were drunk half the weekend. Half? Okay, fucking... 75% of the time. Seven-eighths. Folks. That's .875. Folks, I drank three and a half bottles of Jameson Black Barrel. By myself. I'm kind of proud of you. That's some shit that I would do. I know. On, on a, a Tuesday. No, not on a Tuesday. Oh, damn, dog. Hey, he drank three bottles of whiskey on a Tuesday. And he was at work right now in the morning. <laughs> no, that's not a thing that, that also, happens. Also, no like, they are not sponsoring us. Jameson Black Barrel is so good. Hey. It tastes like candy. Yeah, drink some for that. Hopefully, one of you guys has some Jameson next to you. Hey. I heard a rumor. What you heard about? It's got to do with video games. Mm. But it made me very excited. I like video games. Yeah. What we got? So there's a rumor going around that uh, Xbox and Nintendo might be teaming up with Xbox Game Pass coming to the Nintendo Switch. I need details. So it's still a rumor, but there was a French video game uh, news company that was saying that they'd heard via so-and-so that uh, they were going to bring Xbox Game Pass to the Switch. The French? I know, we can't trust wait, them. Wait, are you telling me people are going to be able to play like Xbox games on the Switch? Halo. Hold on, because I have to assume... Cuphead? They're not going to be able to play Xbox One games on the Switch. No. But Xbox 360 games? Think about 360 games. Think about that library that they have. No, that, the library is nice. I, have, I, I had a whole five... Fucking Xbox 360s because they didn't know how to make a console then. So yeah, uh, I've mine, a bunch of them. mine lasted for six years. In fact, it still works in my garage. First Three, of all, 360 it was a fantastic work, motherfucker. The disc drive doesn't come out. It came out. That's where I finagled it a little bit. It's been in my garage in Houston for four years. You literally had to put your little Peter in there and fucking uh, twinkle it around to get that disc drive to come out. So just because, let me get this straight. What my 360 worked better than yours? You have to attack my manhood. I'm just saying. This shows you have a little man, sir. No, man, you're just a growing out of shower. Huh? You're a growing out of shower. So when you're not trying, when you're not, when you don't need your PP, it's little and compact, and you can use it to finagle things. But when you need to impress a girl, it's it's humongous. That's what I've heard. 
That's what I've heard. I don't know. Mm. But yeah, you finagled that thing. It worked. Although I couldn't. I get... told you how to work it too. Oh, the colors were <laughs> off. Anyway, it's been in my garage for three years. Yeah, man. If anyone wants an old 360, you are welcome to come and get it. Yeah, we'll fucking uh, brand it with uh, Alcoholics Autonomous too. Yeah, we'll auction that bitch off. But I can't promise you that it's gonna work 100. percent Yeah, it doesn't matter. You're just gonna have an Xbox 360. With I used to just let that fucker right. run all the time. Oh, I know how you feel, bro. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So I saw that Gears of War, Halo, Cuphead, and there's two other games. That's Can you to imagine playing Gears on Switch? Oh, be so cool. Can you imagine like fucking chainsawing people in half yes. on Nintendo's friendly ass console? Yes, buddy. Wait, and so does that mean well, they got that, Doom and stuff already? They, they've had some other games that were you know, that pushed the, env- the envelope a little bit. I can't think of the name of the one that... I'm There's some uh, independents that have yeah, like, lots was, of sexual... It was an indie game, and, and it was super gory. I can't yeah. think of the name of it right now, though. Uh, I'm pretty sure the people don't care. But, when the, all right, so the library, right? But is there going to be crossplay? Like, are you going to There's already crossplay. Can you play the Master Chief Collection with me on my Xbox One while you're on your Switch? I think so because there's already cross crossplay with Rocket League, with Xbox, PC, and Switch. There's all that's already a thing. It's PlayStation that's the odd man out right Here, now. Here's my thing though. Uh, for for the most part, if you want crossplay, you gotta build a game like that. If you build a game for your console and then you're like, oh fuck yeah, we just signed this deal, we need crossplay. It's not as easy as just being uh, like, oh you play too. You gotta recode some shit. Like yeah. it's not, it's not simple like that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Even, though, but whatever. Like going forward, though, this could be cool. Like I said, it's just a rumor. Rumor saying head ass. Hey, have you seen Christian Hackenberg play football? Because he's terrible. <laughs> I try not to see that. God, I try to terrible. never see it. I was loving the AAF, and then I was like, oh, I gotta see this motherfucker again. How he, did they get drafted? First of all, he shouldn't be in the AAF. According to what I saw Nathan Peterman do, Christian Hackenberg should be in the league. Think about it. No. Don't make me pull up fucking Nathan Peterman numbers. I'll do it. No, I don't care. God damn it. He should. Okay. Here's what I asked. I've seen Christian Hackenberg. Who should be in the league? Nathan Peterman or Christian Hackenberg? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I'll show you the numbers that let let you know that it should be Hackenberg and Hackenberg over Peterman. I don't know, man. I think Hackenberg threw a touchdown one time. Once you think? No, I've said Hackenberg. No, I mean I think Peterman threw a touchdown one time. He did. In 2017, Hackenberg threw two interceptions, five picks. (laughs) Wait, which which are they? Two picks or two? This is this is Peterman. I'm sorry, Peterman. Two, I'm sorry. Not, I'm sorry. Two touchdowns, five picks. In 2018, you know, he's had time to mature a little bit, get no, a grasp of the offense. I know you're setting it up. One touchdown, seven picks. Okay, so seven, seven. interceptions. Did Hackenberg even play? Because he's so god awful. Uh, I have, I have you no football, that, and I couldn't that, watch him. You think that I'm better than Christian Hackenberg? In yes, football? I think I know I'm better than Christian <laughs> Hackenberg. In football. No, I just don't understand. Like how I don't understand. Like I didn't watch him in college. I don't know. I don't understand how that man ever got drafted or had a job. Ever, 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 Did ever. Did he play any NFL downs? I, I don't know. I think they watched him in, in practice and just like well, hey, he their can't play. He can't play. He cannot play. And I've watched one AFF game for like twelve minutes, and I was like, Jesus, this is egregious. And he has been benched already in AAF. Oh no. Oh yes. He is done. Man, I feel like he has the physical tools, but his brain doesn't have I think it. his brain's broken and fucked by all like, I don't think he can it be will never come at this back. point. Yeah. Um, Alright, Christian Hagenberg, NFL stats, touchdowns, blank, interceptions, blank, yards, blank. Yeah, you know, he's gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. Season game. Okay. 16 attempts, seven completions, two sacks, two picks, no touchdowns. Ah, oh, man. Christian. Average yard per attempt, 4.3. Ah, uh, um, buddy. Yeah. Well, 16 out of seven, that's like, that's almost 50%, right? But, but. You got to throw in two picks, though. But, but seven, 
Two of seven of those were interceptions. <laughs> hey, those were completions, damn it. They were just on the wrong team. Maybe he, he wasn't adapted to the colors of the team yet. You know, it takes some time to... No, no, I mean, they, there's a whole lot of things that it takes time to do as an NFL quarterback. If you can't figure out colors, then you're not going to figure out the rest of it. Uh, What's the difference between cover two and cover zero? Oh, buddy. Nah, don't worry about it. Dude. Oh, you don't buddy, know the difference between blue and red. Just take a break. Just take a break. Just take a break. All right. I feel like we got to get, we got to talk about the Roberts, man. Roberts. I don't have to spend a lot of time on, on Robert Kelly. R. Kelly, he got, well, I want to say he got indicted on 8 to 10 counts in fucking Illinois. He has indictments in fucking uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia, or whatever. Um, and his bond's about, what, like 3 mil or whatever? Yeah. And there are, hold on. Should I say this? Yes. There are dumb bitches on the internet already trying to start GoFundMe's to help him pay his bill. First of all, don't help fucking famous entertainers pay their bail. They either have it or they should have it. It shouldn't come out of your pocket. Secondly, uh, if if someone has a history of abusing minors, maybe don't fucking uh, put yourself out there and try to help them. Now, you might say, hey, there's just... There's this one guy, super upstanding guy in my neighborhood. I know him. He has one charge of abusing a minor. I know him. He has no history of this, and I don't believe it. Maybe go out on that ledge. When someone has had allegations for the past 25 fucking years of diddling children, uh, go God damn keep, it. fucking keep your shoes off and stay at home. Please. Don't go out there on that ledge for that guy. There's That's no nuts. reason to. No reason to. I'd say you, you've seen the video, but also, you shouldn't have seen it because that's child pornography. If a man approaches you at McDonald's and wants to like buy you a Mc, uh, McRib, kindly decline. And don't get in the car with him. <laughs> don't get in the car with people that buy you McDonald's meals. Don't do it. They're not good people. I shouldn't have to tell people this. No. No, you shouldn't. And I feel like our viewership but, is smarter than this. Well, but if I, we didn't they probably say are. It, they probably are. If we didn't I, I, say I feel it. like they are, but you know, if we don't say it, someone might complain. And well, we want to be the we want to be on the front lines, making sure that you guys are safe. Let me ask you this: Who mm. is the most successful current owner of an NFL team? <laughs> well, who's won a lot of stuff? Cheese oh, is coming to mind. Roberto Kraft. Ah, macaroni and cheese guy? Uh, Mac. Mac Daddy Craft. Mac and cheese. So. Hey, didn't, I feel like the first or second episode I asked you about how to get a happy ending somewhere. I remember having this conversation. I, I remember telling you that. Quite fondly. I'm not sure and that it's really risky to try to push your shit to see if you can get hey. that happy ending. That's right. We knew y'all were getting parched. What's you drinking there? El Chingon. Uh, what is this? That's El Chingon, bro. El Chingon. Have you never had El Chingon? I've had it. All right. I'm a big fan of El Chingon. Uh, Sponsor. So, you know, like, guys, guys, you know, like, you know, if you're a billionaire, right? If you're a billionaire and you're trying to get some work, you can bring the work to your room. The ladies. The, the working ladies. girls. You can bring them to your room or your PJ. That's private jet for the uninitiated. Or your yacht. I mean, some people call PJ other things, but I guess like Robert pajamas? Yes. Take them to your pajamas. Oh. Uh, but what I've, what I've heard that you shouldn't do is go to a strip center with the rub and tug. And, At the and nail just, salon. And just walk in there where any old asshole can see you. And, uh, and get super happy endings twice in Don't 17 hours. That's what I've heard. Mm. But it, it turns out the owner of the Patriots, uh, you know, he visited there, you know, one evening. Saturday evening he visited there. Uh, and I assume he had a great time. I feel like other Roberts we know would do something like this. <laughs> because Saturday morning he was back. I'm sorry, Sunday morning he was back. And this is the Sunday of the AFC Championship 
in Kansas City. Oh, the Manhattan agenda. And he's in Florida. And he's going to line his things up and cross them off the list. Have you seen Robert Kraft's girlfriend? No. He's got one. You should Google it while I'm talking about this because she's not. She's pretty hot. She's pretty hot. Uh, I want to say she's like in her late 40s, early 50s. I could be wrong. She's pretty hot. like him. And Robert Kraft is 75, I want to say. Yeah, he's an old man. He is old man. And I'm kind of proud that he's able to, you know, get his friend, get his partner up. Oh, goddamn! Right. Yeah, <laughs> just just saw the picture. Yeah, yeah. Robert was doing great. Um, uh, but here, here's why. Look how sad she looks, dude. Oh, you think she wasn't? Oh, uh, you know what it she is? She wasn't sucking that old dick enthusiastically, no. was she? You know what it was? He needed somebody who was doing that for cash. He needed those little Asian hands to make his dick look big. I don't know that the woman was Asian. I can't say that. Even though I was listening to a radio show. Look how tall she is compared to Robert Kraft. Oh, she's taller than him, which is shit that I would love. Well, yeah, you would. Look, she's even wearing flats and standing on her heels. Damn, and he t- you know you know damn well he told her she had to wear flats, too. Yep, yep. He's like, Look, you're, bro, you're 75. Let her wear what she wants, He bro. shrinks every year. And I hope... Man, does your... I mean, look, there's another one. Does, uh, your, does your dick shrink when you get old, too? Man, I don't want to think about that. I hope it doesn't. If it does, that's part of the reason I don't want to get old. He needed little dick Asian hands, dude. I hear you, but you can you can import those. We're starting a fundraiser for Robert Kraft. He can, li- <laughs> he can literally import six pairs of Asian hands from Asia. He's going oh. to a strip center in South Florida. Where there just happened to be an, an FBI sting and they were recording the Cummings and going to oh, the people there. Yeah, I did that. I did that. Um, so much Cummings in the uh, yeah. these days. Hey. So, hey. yeah, so they got him on, on camera twice. Damn, like a 17 hour span. Once on the morning. You know what? What if that's been his ritual? What if that's how the Patriots that's how they win the championship game? I told you it's over. Like, after this, Robert Kraft, he's not getting handies anymore. It's done. You think the dynasty's done? Yeah. Well, I, shit, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll Tom see. Brady can't do it all by himself, dude. Uh, but you know what? Just just for our billionaire uh listeners, uh, go ahead and bring the girls all the way to your location. Uh, you know, go ahead and check them for body cams, and then do what you got to do. I think I got goals in life now that I'm looking at Robert Kraft's girlfriend. I, I wouldn't care about it. The only reason I care about this is because they're like some of these women were trafficked. That's the only reason anyone cares about it. Honestly, that's why they're being investigated because some of them some allegedly have been trafficked when they're doing this against their will. If these were just working girls trying to make a living and they were doing it of their own volition, I wouldn't care about this at all. Mm, And and none of you should either. Because uh, sex work should not be illegal here. It should be regulated, though, to make sure. But not by the government. Who the fuck's going to regulate it? Hey, man. How about state government, not federal government? Hmm. Because the federal government sucks at everything. That's why I don't have my fucking tax refund yet. Have you had to deal with any state or county governments? Because they're really slow and dumb as shit. I individual counties are can be fucking terrible. Yes, it should be regulated by the state. As a matter of fact, the legalization should probably be a matter for the state. Like, 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 just just to spitball with you, the NFL governs itself, and that's why authorities never get involved in it. Mm-hmm. Outside of like you know rape allegations and stuff like that, the NFL's like we'll we'll handle it. Yeah, just like the Motion Picture Association, they started the same way. It was like if we don't govern ourselves, somebody else will. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of like, if we can keep, I'm, I'm just of the opinion we should keep the government out. But I don't know, man. I've been on that. You know, I was like, you know, just decriminalize it and fuck the government. But the the argument made for. You don't have any control over who is underage and being forced into this if the government's not in it verifying documents. It's too strong for me to... to I can't argue with that. I mean, there's an argument, but are they actually going to do it? Is it going to change anything? I don't think it will. I think it's just like a shade we threw over our eyes and go, oh, yeah, the government's taking care of it. I mean, just today they came out with a thing saying that, was it 4,500 kids that were held under uh, illegal immigrants? Yeah. Got molested. For, what? For, over the past, like, since 2015. Molested like, by who? 4,500. Most of them were uh, illegal and illegal, but there was, like, 178 claims. But while well, under, under our, like, United States supervision? Yeah. 
Then they got molested by a staff or staff and sexual other. advances, sexual just a, a, a inappropriate sexual behavior. It, there's a very broad term, but it was forty five hundred plus. Uh, most of it was um, detainee, detainee, the but detainee. but there was at least about I I, I crunched the numbers. It's about four percent that ended up being staff members. You fucking took us from. So it's like. You took us from a shaded place to a super dark place. So <laughs> I don't know how to transition out of this. I'm sorry. I totally get your argument that the government shouldn't be running anything they don't absolutely have to. I feel like the independent market can do much better, although... I, regulation, where do you start? Where does it end? And when do you need it? When do you know? I mean, uh, If you knew that, we'd be paid the big bucks. I know. And that's why we have this podcast, so we can spitball. Send it to our email or follow us on Twitter. And we're back. And we're back. Should we get away from the darkness for a while? We better. I agree. Hey, you know what was one thing that was fucked up about the valley that pissed me off to no end? You know how one of my, like, safe places is a good meat market. Yeah, man. I know you love going to stores full of meat. Mom was super sad, dude. So we went to this meat market. It was like, well, let's go at least go cook some food. We'll smoke some burgers or, you know, some whatever, sausage, whatever. Yeah. So we walk into Bob Stark's fucking meat market in the valley. So first of all, I made a wrong decision. I'm at a place called Bob Stark's. In a Hispanic cultured place. And I feel like I shouldn't need to tell you that that was a bad it's idea. It's across the street. I've been going there for many years because it's right there. And when you're drunk and you need a place to get food quick, that's where I go. Bob sold out. Bob fucking Stark didn't have ground beef. <laughs> Welcome to KFC. We're out of chicken. You got one fucking job. If I need to go get ground beef... A meat shop should have fucking ground beef. You should never run out of ground beef. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't have any pepperoni here at Pizza Hut. Hey, we were, we ran out of dough and cheese. Yeah. Fuck Bitch, you, you Bob Stark. Get your ass in the back and make some more. It's not hard to make ground beef. Suck on my dick, Bob Stark. Well, I guess Bob Stark's never sponsoring this podcast. Nope. He can suck it. Man, he doesn't deserve it anyway. What a dick. We did. Hey, we did hear about Randy Gregory getting suspended indefinitely again, or for this time. But one thing that I thought was kind of fucked up, as per terms of the drug policy, he's tested up to 10 times a month. 10 times a month. He couldn't figure out how to pass one of them? Like, I feel like there's so much shit you could put in your body being a professional athlete that things can set it off, and it's just like, I, I feel like... That many times you are being set up to fail. Like, it's ridiculous. All right, let's check it out. Check it out. Let's check it out. Okay. Let's check it out. You're smoking, smoking, you're doing your thing, you're smoking, you're doing yeah, your training, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you're fucking hoes, going to clubs, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they test you on February 1st. All right. And you piss super fucking hot. You burn a hole through that cup. Yeah. And so then they're like, okay, well, now you're in the program, so you're going to get tested a bunch. So then you get tested again in a week. You're still going to piss hot, yep. but it should be less hot, and they can tell parts per million. Of so course. So then, you know, three and a half weeks pass, that shit should be almost out of your system. You're a professional athlete. And you should have Your metabolism out. should be pretty on point. You should be working out. Yeah, two weeks, you should there have should it out. There should be almost nothing in your system. Yeah. I used to be way better at that. So if there's, so if they <laughs> test you two more times in the same month, and it's all bad the whole time, you don't want to play football. Agree. You want you, you want to be high. Ricky Williams? Yeah. Who could have been a Hall of Fame running back, but weed was too enjoyable. I just never. Well, some things are more. I've smoked weed like maybe four or five times. <gasps> uh, all right, it's probably ten or twelve. <laughs> I've never really enjoyed it that much. You know this. I don't fuck around with it. Oh God. It's just. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it. Should we talk about God right now? What? I know. It seems weird, right? Who is this is? What? Just just rolling with the presumption that God created people. Why is it that you can do meth or cocaine or MDMA and be clean in four days, but you can smoke you some green a few days in a row and then you piss hot for two to three weeks? Yeah, that's not fair. Someone asked me this earlier today. At all. Oh, yeah? And I figured out the answer. Which is? The answer is, weed, for the most part, unless it's laced with shit, is natural. 
your body's not trying to eject it as soon as possible. Ah. The other shit, your body's like, get the fuck out of here. Get processed and get out. You don't belong. Yes. Weed is fine and should be legal and shouldn't be tested for by anyone. That should be like the one argument. It's like, this is why it's here for so long. The bodies, Stays our, bodies, the fat cells. our bodies are just ahead of the law. Which is an energy. Yeah. I wonder what the NFL is going to look like once they stop testing for weed. It's going to happen. It I don't know. Happen. I don't know how long it's going to be. It's going to happen. Think about all the athletes that we would still have that were amazing that had to leave because they couldn't stop smoking. I don't know. Gordon. Williams. Jarvis Blackman. Y'all, uh, y'all Blackman know Ricky man. Williams. Jesus. The talent, dude. Yeah, the whole the whole fucking brain, the whole talent, the whole talent level in the league is going to increase. I don't know why they haven't done it already. Because they're dumb. They're old men. But you the know, old men are getting their rubbing tug done. Ah, so it's like, what the fuck, man? Go smoke some weed. old white guy saying, no, you can't smoke weed or high while they're right. They're over there getting their dick down. sucked by Asian women that don't want to. Yeah, they're just getting their high a different way. We talked about everybody's yeah, going to find a way to high. get their high. We're just finding a different way to do it. This is fucking... This is frustrating, man. Hey, should you guys want to do a bad children's book reviews or a McAfee Tweet of the Week? Bad children's book reviews. Hey, bad children's book reviews. The Pout Pout Fish. The first time I read it, I was horrified. It basically consists of fish coming up to the Pout Pout Fish, telling him to smile. As a woman who has uninvitedly been told by many men on the streets to smile during the course of my life, I did not like that they were basically telling children it is okay to walk up to someone and tell them what to do with their face. The, the worst part, though, is that the book ends with some strange fish coming up to the pout pout fish and just kissing him without asking first. What? <laughs> um, consent issues much? There were a lot of other ways to tell a story about a fish with resting pout face without sending a message of paying to move through the world by forcing yourself to smile or violating strangers' bodily autonomy. <laughs> hey! Hey, smile. I'm going to put my lips on your lips. Do it now. Oh, God damn it. Things change when a beautiful lady, fish, plants a kiss upon his pout and then swims, and then she swims away. Suddenly, he is happy and spreads his newfound joy by similarly kissing all the other fish without asking. Hey! Hey, don't do that, guys. Hey, if you want people to smile in your life, don't just go kiss them. It's not going to work. Don't do it. It's not going to work. The only message from the book is that a beautiful fish woman will make the grumpiest fish man happy. This man will then kiss everyone. (laughs) And those are bad children's book reviews about the Pout Pout Fish. Uh, now, I don't want to do the rest of the show because I want to read more reviews <laughs> about a pop pop fish. Well, I'm sure you can find some. If you I'm already on it. it. <laughs> I'm, I'm already looking at Amazon. I'm looking at angry white yeah, women yeah, talking yeah, trash yeah. in the comments. Like, they are upset, man. They are really pissed off. Now, listen, I get it because women do, they do not like to be told, hey, hey you should smile more. I, I get it. I and get that's it. fair. It, it is. is. Fair. It is. But I also feel like at at a certain point for both sexes, people are going to think you're more attractive if you smile. Oh, yeah. Life will be easier if you go through it smiling. Trust me. And there's a certain sect of people who like RBF. That's resting bitch face. Hey. And it goes for dudes, too. Oh. Because I've never been the type to be sitting there smiling. I'm sitting there looking like like mildly perturbed at all times, but there's hey, a certain uh, there's a certain sect of women who really love that. Mm. My wife, hello, and my wife also has RBF. Uh, I don't I don't need my woman be sitting there smiling all the time. No. I look pissed off about something. That's okay. Let me come up to you and see if I can turn that frown upside down. Hey, even if I can't, I can make w- at least one. Pair of your lips smile. <laughs> hey. Oh man, I don't think we did that in the most sensitive way. Oh man, we probably could have done a better job, but hey. Man, we'll probably get canceled. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Who cares? I haven't made a dime yet. Anyway, I mean, like we've been off. I've been wanting to talk about Jesse Smollett, and I actually did on the podcast that we may air, may not. We, you know, we may come out we'll with see. some clips. 
I think we should keep an edited version ready to go. Maybe anytime. the super secret episode? Well, who uh, knows? Uh, Only release it to certain... Let me ask, let me ask J-Rock a question over here. Yo, hey, J-Rock. man. If you're, uh, if you're planning with you know two or more individuals to commit a crime, mm-hmm. are you going to compensate them for their time via check? No. Nah. That is literally paper trail. Yeah, it's basically taking notes with my on a, name on it on a criminal conspiracy. I would rather give you a hundred dollar bill and write Justin was here and give it to you because there would be less of a paper trail. Obviously, although Jesse is an actor, he never watched The Wire. Where you get to see Stringer Bell say, "Hey, nigga, are you taking notes on a motherfucking criminal conspiracy right now?" <laughs> Otherwise, he no, not to fucking leave a paper trail for his dumbass activities. Um. So basically, Jesse jumped himself. Um, yep. Yep. He sent them two Nigerian niggas to the store, and they asked the security guard, "Hey, where did we get the ski mask?" <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you can't. No. Amazon is one day. One day. You can make up an account and send it to an address and have them shit. Uh. Nah. Send them to the store. Send them to the boutique. They asked they ask the security guard where to get God <laughs> damn it, man. He's been interviewed. Oh, shit. Now, uh, not unexpectedly, now Jesse has an undisclosed drug problem. Oh, bummer, buddy. Bummer, buddy. No, you don't, nigga. You're just dumb. You have an undisclosed dumb problem, but now it's disclosed. We all now, wait, wait, wait. Dumb. Where did he get the noose from? Oh, they bought that, too. And the red hats. They had to buy all of it. They had to buy the MAGA They went together. Well, Justin didn't go, but the brothers went as a group and bought all that stuff. Wait, where do you just buy a noose? You they go, come free you time? buy a rope, and you have to tie it. And then, then niggas probably had to get on YouTube and be like, and how do you tie a noose? noose? <laughs> I, mean, I don't have to. I actually learned there was this chicken, this goth chick in, uh, in high school that actually knew how to tie him. You probably should, shouldn't still be hanging out with that goth chick, and I'm glad you're not. Of course not. Uh, I think they call them a slipknot, right? That's that's what it is. You know what else is a slipknot? To me, a tie. A slipknot. You know what I don't like to have on? Ties. Ties. You know what I take off as soon as I'm given the opportunity? Pants. A tie. (laughs) It's pants. And my shoes. I've met you. It's my shoes first. Shoes first, then pants. It's hard to take off pants, then shoes. So ask me why Jesse, after he jumped jumped himself, wore the noose all the way back to his house. Mm, No. Now, now, also, tell me why it's supposed to be believable that two white guys in MAGA hats are walking around Chicago at 2 a.m. Noosing people. With a noose and bleach. <laughs> They're walking around with equipment in MAGA hats at 2 a.m. in the winter. Oh, How man. is that supposed to be believable? I don't know. It so, was a poor plan. Have you ever... You know, have you ever been like writing like a story or or even a research paper, and somebody wiser than you was saying, "Hey, you need to read this aloud to someone before you turn it in." Mm. If this nigga had said this story aloud to anyone that he wasn't paying, he may not have done it. They would have been like, "No, dummy, that's stupid. Don't do that." He also sent the threatening letter in. He sent the he sent the threatening letter in to a uh, to Fox. About himself, and then when they didn't do anything, why did he, he got, do this? He got mad. Why did he do this? Salary. The, the they weren't paying him enough. The sixty-five to hundred k per episode he was earning was not enough. They have eighteen episodes a season. I'll let y'all do the math on that. It wasn't enough for him though. So we sent that letter in, hope, hoping he would curry favor, and then nobody said shit about it. So then he got real mad. Um. The letter he sent in has like stick figure drawings of. Of him hanging, and it says, You're gonna die, fag. It's him hanging from a tree, and there's like a gun that no one's holding, but it's just levitating uh, in the air. This is like something South Park made up. Yes! <laughs> yeah, it says, You're gonna die, fag, but it's all letters cut out from a magazine. I'm pretty sure they found that magazine at somebody's house oh, you know with the letters did. cut out. You know they did. God, I at least ripped the that. whole page out. <laughs> yeah, man, Justin jumped himself. Up. God damn. It. I'm not gonna say that he set black people and gay people back because that shouldn't be how it works. He set him back. No, he's just an idiot, and uh, there's lots of idiots, regardless of sex, race, and uh, sexual orientation. Yeah, we'll take it. Yes, 
people set them back. If you believe that a person can set back a race or an orientation, you're just wrong. We've and, talked about that. Yeah, and if you feel like if you feel like you're not wrong about that, ask yourself when the last time that a white person shot up a theater or a church and you said, Oh, he sent white people back. You have you've never said it. You've never said it. So keep that same energy. Keep the same energy when it's a black person or a gay person or a Muslim or a Mexican person all or whatever. To life. Doesn't matter. Keep the same energy. One person is responsible for that one person's actions. It I, doesn't it has not, it's no bearing on every single other person that identifies that same way. Alright, I got I got the shit on Jesse actually for two weeks in a row, and maybe these people will see the uh the unedited hidden podcast later. Hey. But We'll, we'll I'm, work feeling, something I'm feeling pretty good about it. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. For a McAfee. Tweet of the week. The week. And it happens to be a newsletter to all of our listeners and those beyond. We need a few full-time adventurers slash volunteers for our Bahamian campaign in exile headquarters. Must be fully self-supporting, courageous, self-motivated, committed to personal freedom, and ready for an adventure of a lifetime. Email 2020, that's 2020, exile at gmail.com. He actually posted this on Twitter. And I had been talking to you about actually writing a book about like like a novel or like a short story about a kid actually doing this. Because I think it would be fucking fantastic. Or at least... Little Justin wants to do this real bad. <laughs> you just want to do a thing that's irresponsible. I just want to do it real and you bad. want me to co-sign it. I want to get on a boat and fucking be a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a pirate. I just want to go no, fucking yeah, do this. No, yeah, he's not a pirate. Awesome. He's just on a cruise and he has ah, money that keeps coming in. And coke. And guns. Here's what I want. Bring lawyers, guns, and money. I don't want to do that shit. I want to have the ability to do that shit. We need money that's coming in from fucking different revenue streams to where if we feel like getting on a boat and fucking bitches for three years, we can do that. I agree. That's but, what we need to do. But I'm thinking like young Justin, like 17-year-old who hasn't experienced life yet and he signs up and oh, a woman who's like maybe in her like mid-30s seduces him and shows him the ways of the she, force. I'm about to say she'd have to show you the ways because if 17-year-old Justin had enough money to do this, 17-year-old Justin no, he, would die at 19. No, obviously these are not people that have money. They're just there to have support and have... You know, oh, so you just want to be on the boat with a rich guy, right? Helping out. Helping out. It's like a summer job. I Like, well, some people be lifeguards. I'm going to go help John McAfee. Have you heard Stop about slamming the table. Scientology? There's a whole ass boat you can get on. I don't want to be on that boat. You don't want to be on the Scientology no. boat? No. But you could be young Justin just on a boat helping out. Yep. I don't think you'd have a good time, though. They have other programs, people that sail around the world and see the world, and basically you you come on, and you are paid as a deckhand, and you go you get to go with them to Monaco or whatever, and you swab the deck. Just oh, like, I don't pay you on the Scientology boat. No, no, Your no, payment no. is getting to be there. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is more along my lines of thinking. Just to I go was telling you what's more accessible. I'm not doing that. You sure? Sir, yes. Leah Remini had Neither a whole is lot of 17-year-old Justin. Or 19, or 20, or 21. He didn't know what he was doing anyway. Have you ever thought about starting your own cult? <laughs> I mean, all right, I feel like we could thought do about it. this. I feel like we could do this. We're not going to get into it now. I'm going to work on this we for the should next We should at few. some point, though. I'm going to work on this for the next few weeks. I think we could do this. Okay. I think we could start our own cult. You got anything else? I got to get the people to tip for a living, and then we can get the fuck out of here. Let me do... I'm going to do Boost History real quick. Nope. I'm doing my Tips for Living first. Then you do your Boost right, History. All right. Go. Tips for Living. Um, and you know what? I'm just going to say this and leave it the way it is. I need you guys to use your critical thinking to figure out what it means and when it's applicable. Basically, don't talk shit to people who haven't wronged you but could potentially make your life worse. You need to think about this. I can't. I cannot lead you to the stream and make you drink. You need to think about when that's applicable and fucking apply it to your life. That's it, bro. You can take us all through the booze history. All right. 
This is a very special booze history because it's one of my favorite stories. And unfortunately, I'm not the man to tell it, but that man's not here to tell it. I took my hat off for this. That man is my dad, but the guy that tells it the best is Mean Gene Cameron. And I'm going to say it because he doesn't give a fuck. And he drinks as many Miller Lights to put you under a building, no problem. So it's, I want you to take you back to the mid-70s hey. in the Rio Grande Valley. It's the wild fucking west. And all three of, uh, three of the boys, John Rigard, Mean Gene Cameron, and Burhead, which is my dad's brother, they're on their motorcycles traveling wherever the fuck they please. This typical trip happens to be traveling through Arkansas and other places as well. Uh, so they're on the road, and they're going wherever they need to be, and they stop in this little diner. And this is where... My dad decides to order the faint, the the infamous guacamole burger. The waitress comes and brings them their food. They've been on the road for days. They're tired and hungry. And Gene Cameron takes, mean Gene takes one look at this burger and goes, John, I wouldn't eat that burger if I were you. My dad, being the stubborn man that he was, said, Gene, go fuck yourself. I'm hungry. I'm going to eat this burger. They pay, they leave, they get out on the road. And then John starts doing something a little differently. He starts hovering behind his fairing on the motorcycle and plumes of smoke, like a freight train going down the road, start erupting. My dad is literally getting high behind the fairing of his motorcycle going down the street. Um, It's later identified that my dad has gotten severe food poisoning from the guacamole burger. Um, they finally stop, they find a place to stop and rest and they set up their tents and, uh, Gene witnesses, um, Burhead, my dad's brother and my dad, they have two tents next to each other and they're actually sleeping, but they're both talking to each other somehow in their sleep. He said it was the most miraculous thing he's ever seen. However, however, it is broken up because a dog shit in my dad's tent. And you can hear my uncle raving, God damn dog shit in the tent! To which, almost at the most beautiful time moment, my dad's tent is opened with a zipper and a pair of blue jeans are flung from the tent, filled with, with shit. shit. <laughs> I didn't even know this, but I knew those jeans were filled with shit. God damn dog shit in the tent. So the night digresses and I guess they, they get they get cleaned up and they travel on. They pass Arkansas and they start going through the Midwest and they come down, they find a hotel. And Gene's story goes like this. And it's kind of like a moment about my dad. He goes, We're sitting in the hotel and my dad takes a bottle of one oh one and he uncorks it, gives it to Gene, Gene takes a sip, and then he hands it back to my dad. My dad proceeds to lift this bottle up and just sees bubbles up. Up, up. Ah. To which Gene says to my old man, man, drink like that. He gon' die. He gon' die. (laughs) My dad proceeds to tell him that that was the only way he knew how to drink whiskey. Uh, In his old age, he never drank whiskey like that. (laughs) (laughs) And he learned his lessons, man. (laughs) They end up uh, going south, and they end up at Uncle Bob's in Austin. Uh, Uncle Bob lives right on Lake Travis in this little itty-bitty house that he's been there forever. Uncle Bob is a spitting image of Danny DeVito from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, the hair on the side, short, fat, you name it. Anyway, Uncle Bob was always he, Uncle Bob worked uh, at the restaurant with him, and they were always invited over, and he always wanted to have like some fabulous dinner with him. Anyway... He goes, fuck yeah, you guys can stay here. So Uncle Tom, or Burhead, gets the couch, and Dad and uh, Mean Gene have a uh, king-size bed in like the back bedroom. You would think a king-size bed would be big enough for two men. I'm pretty sure I've slept in a king-size bed with you before. <laughs> yes, you have. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway... The boys uh, proceed to have many Miller Lights and beers and wild turkey. We had all our clothes on, by the way. Yes, we had all our wild. We had all our clothes on. The boys have a good night. My dad and Mean Gene crawl into bed. And then, in the middle of the night, Mean Gene wakes up 
and inches of his face is my father's face. And he's looking at him with this deranged look in his eye. And he plants his, his, uh, his palm right in Mean Gene's chest. I'm uncomfortable. And he looks at him and he says, It's okay, honey. To which Mean Gene kicks my father out of the bed, <laughs> rolls over, and goes to sleep. Hey, man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I hope you guys enjoyed that. I wish Mean Gene were here to tell that story because he does it way fucking better than I do. You know what? We're going to come back to you guys with more stories from Mean Green because he's a beast. Mean Gene. Um, but before we leave the show, I want to raise a glass to my old man. Dad, I love you. Ride like hell and take I love you too, pups. Rest in peace, buddy. Ah, hey, fuck the 18th. We'll see you next week. Yes, sir. I know. I hear your explosive peas all the time. But well, I'm glad that you don't kick the mic well, anymore. Well, girl, what color panties you got? Hey, girl, you your panties, sucker. I wouldn't have to uh, do all know. these explosive peas. You use those explosive peas on any... Uh, uh, men lately? No. Oh, okay. haven't done it. Mm. Mm. Tell you what, first time I was a little I, worried for uh, first time I beat it, the whole thing it was explosive. Because <laughs> I don't want to. Uh. I don't want to use the bathroom at all. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> all right.